Hi everybody. On Friday, March 25th, 2022, I am holding an inter-intellect salon on visionaries. It's part two of a three-part series titled Living Well and Thinking Big. The first part was on the village, a metaphor for understanding life and work. If you've read my Substack, you might know about that. If not, I recommend you read it. Part three will be on size of life, which to me means finding the correct degree of expansion in your life. And visionaries is the topic of the hour. The salon is coming up this week, so I wanted to make some material to have on hand. So this video is also me reading out my blog post and the audio of this will be on the blog post, but then the video of this will be on YouTube, trying to, you know, make something make something from uh, one source, so to speak. So, on visionaries, and I want to start with definitions. I've googled visionary ones, and what came up was a YouTube video that was titled, Is Elon Musk a Visionary? And I thought, aha, well, here's a problem already. Because this question and its frame loads visionary with exclusivity and nobility. Elon is a visionary, of course. Kanye is a visionary. And then, you know, if we have to ask whether that's the case, even though it's like obvious, to me at least, then that's probably about all the visionaries in the world right now because it's such an exclusive club. And if you can see clearly, that's obviously not the case. I am a visionary. You might be a visionary. And your slightly awkward and shy neighbor might be a visionary, as well as thousands of people in the city that you are in or that you know and that you might not know are visionaries. And they might not know because what is a visionary? That's the question. And I would say a visionary is somebody who sees something, who sees something that isn't there yet. The people we attribute visionary status to in popular culture are people who see or saw something and move towards it with determination and made it a reality. Realized visionary, so to speak. That is what is actually noble. To have a vision and move towards it. Bring it to fruition. But just having visions... I think is more normal than we think. So what about the rest of us? Those who don't have visions of electric cars in space or of a gospel choir wearing 400 euro Crocs or foam runners, as they are called. Um, you know, we might still have visions of, of how our life might be like. You know, there's a bit of a meme. It's like, I must live a certain way, which is... As far as I know, the meme is like, um, comes up with expensive breakfasts in Mediterranean locations, which is fine if that's the vision you have. Um, but there are also other ways of how you have to live, how I have to live. I feel some of them. So we might have intimations of something that might happen to us later in life. And I'm sure there are other versions of this, of visions that 
I don't know about yet. So my visions tend to be forward-facing, but I'm sure there are people with visions from the past or visions from the now, um, maybe in a different, uh, at a different distance, you know, of the now in another place. Um, yeah, so I think there, I'm, well, I'm, sh I'm sure there are different form, forms of visionaries. So uh, I hope to hear from other visionaries in the comments, and I hope that some of us, uh, some visionaries, or those who are interested in finding out whether they are or not, or those who have many experiences with their visions, come to join us in the salon this week, because I want to hear about other experiences. So to conclu conclude definitions, it seems to me that being a visionary is more of a condition that, than something noble and exclusive. Something like having a very active third eye that you actually have to maybe painstakingly contend with and integrate into your, your life and what you do and who you are. Whatever your form of creative living is, you won't get around some sacrifices. Whatever your condition asks of you, you'll have to make do and feed it somehow. And then it may feed you back. And if you don't, it might take you under. Because you're kind of denying your life. And if you do, it still might take you under. So there's something tragic about that. Look at Kanye's and Elon's lives, the only visionaries in the world. Um, glory and suffering, riches and separations, fame and misunderstanding. You want to live like that? Go ahead, but be careful what you wish for. The problem with visions is that they can be very confusing. I often feel very thrown off the present moment when a vision penetrates my perception. It can last for an afternoon or for days if I don't actively bring myself back to the present moment. That's why practices for mind and body are important to me. Otherwise, my inner eye or my third eye just slowly tilts upwards and I will start living in the clouds and in the future. And unfortunately, in that space, I can see a lot, but I can't act because I'm not there yet. Oftentimes, I start browsing the internet incessantly. The internet, Twitter and external content are great tools to feed a vision. Sometimes, you know, I observe myself scrolling like a madman or scrolling on the computer. I've learned to ask myself, what are you looking for? And then I just watch myself searching. Often enough, I find something that scratches my itch where I'm really like, ah, okay, that's why I was scrolling. That's what I was looking for. Like a tweet that really hits home or, or some sort of thing that I can connect to in the moment that, that makes sense and that brings me to a realization or maybe even to action. And this pers perspective and self-understanding are already quite advanced. Uh, my behavior humors me more now when, when I act like that. But my tone hasn't always been this kind when talking to myself. I've had years of not understanding this behavior. I've labeled it as procrastination. I was angry at myself for not getting the things done that I was supposed to get done. 
And in a way I was true, it was true, because I was often caught up in my visions and paralyzed in the present. So I was walking through fantasy lands and not actually putting one foot in front of the other. An elemental piece in learning to deal with my visions was to separate the vision from the now. I needed to understand that I could, couldn't take like a whole system that I saw in my head and implement it right here, right now. Paying the proper respect to a vision means being pragmatic and realistic about what is needed to actualize it. That might be time, attention, ability, other people. And on a recursive note, experience, the ability to judge pragmatically how much time, attention, etc. is needed to make your vision real. So that's the old uh, adage, adage, adage of, um, of, well, just start, you know, then you will see. And I kind of hate that, but it's unfortunately true. <laughs> Because then you will have cycles of experience of what works and what doesn't. So the consequence of this knowledge is finding an organic, natural starting point that has a good chance to lead to your vision. Plant your own apple seed so that so God will, or that so God will, has the chance of becoming a beautiful tree, bearing much fruit Instead of trying to conjure up a whole tree from somewhere else, ripping it out of its place and trying to fit it into your own yard, roots and all. I've tried this aggressive migration with a couple of things and it does not work. A relationship with a certain woman looked great in my head, so I went through fire and flames to get her but our interests in each other hadn't formed organically and freely and patiently. And so this endeavor left a whole bunch of scorched earth. And no winners. I wanted to found a company and I had all the people I needed as far as I could see. But our working relationship hadn't formed organically and freely. So it was fabricated. The bonds broke soon and nothing came to fruition. The counterbalance to my sometimes aggressive visions is to recognize what they show uh, as, as something like a desired state or even as a state that will happen. Um, so then I just need to serve this vision and live my present moment with open eyes. My visions are helpful as guidelines and concepts, but the, the reality that I'm in right now, which asks me to set one foot in front of the other, asks for a more tender touch. The vision is the tree and the now is the seed. By definition, whatever you have on you, in your satchel, in the now, right now, is the seed that leads to the future that fits you, to the tree that you need in your backyard. So be 
an organic farmer. Let your vision trees grow from your now seeds freely and in their own time. And that's what I have for you today. And a little PS. Uh, some notes before you go. So today, actually yesterday, uh, it's what it says in my writing here. Today was a day, yesterday was a day where I was kind of, uh, no, it was actually two days ago when I wrote this down. A day where I was kind of plagued by the need for stimulation. Uh, sugar, alcohol, something to smoke, sex <laughs> would be the normal list that I frantically go up and down to quiet the craving. This feeling corresponds with my vision having. Um, I think there's a sentence missing here. So when I'm when I'm creative, when I'm having visions, when I see a place to go, something to do, and I don't act on it, I get cravings for stimulation, distraction, drugs in a very general sense. Um, and that day, two days ago, I'm, I'm having more of a sober time at the moment. I didn't want to give in to any of the above mentioned urges. It's not what I want to do at the moment. So I was wondering what I could do right now. Well, I suppose I have an article to write. And I suppose I just wrote it then and there. Took me an hour, the first draft. Not too bad. So another little note. If you sti seek stimulation from the world in a moment or maybe in general in your lifestyle, ask yourself maybe... I'm trying to do that. Can I stimulate the world world, with my work? Can I turn it around? Is this feeling that I want to be stimulated maybe a vision for the world asking me to stimulate it with my creativity, with my gift, with what I have to share? Something like that to consider. And uh, for the end, I would like to ask you, uh, do you have visions? And what type? Where do they point? Past, future? Now, in another place? Like, where do they take you? And in your opinion, how can we make our ordinary visions useful instead of distracting? And maybe also another question, what kind of visions have you seen through to fruition? Uh, so I, I would love uh, to hear from you in the comments on Substack, on YouTube, and um, uh, would love to discuss that. And of course, a final invitation, if you would like to join me in my inter-intellect salon at the end of the week a live zoom call for two to three hours with other people who are interested in this topic and who will introduce themselves and who want to discuss um, i would love to see you there right now i think there are seven people signed up at the time of recording uh, it's 15 dollars and um, there are super interesting people to meet and there are also um well, interesting things to learn. And 
I want to uh, talk to you if, if you're interested in this. So I hope to see you there. And other than that, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And uh, I'll see you very soon. Have a wonderful day. The sun is shining. I'm inside working. But hey, have a good one. Goodbye. Simon out.